West College Hockey Podcast from the Summer Skate Studios is brought to you by Liberty University. Faith and your game to the premier ACHAM1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu. M-Drive, honest ingredients, real science. Take our quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which of our products are right for you. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. UNLV Hockey. Follow the Skate and Rebels Championship run all season long. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your room at one of our over 150 locations at druryhotels.com. University of Oklahoma Hockey. Big school, big dreams. For schedules and tickets, go to ouhockey.net. AT&T Wireless, where both new and existing customers always get our best deals. University of Arizona Hockey. Be part of building not just a championship culture, but the future. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org. Summer Skates. Order your custom koozies or shower shoes at SummerSkates.com and show your game in comfort and style. University of Central Oklahoma, a top-ranked education and an elite college hockey experience. For more information, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. We are the best of barbecue Las Vegas style. San Diego State Hockey, sun, sand, and hockey, as well as a top-flight education at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Wednesday night, which means it's time for the Great West College Hockey Podcast. We are going to bed early today for good reason. We got Mr. 500 coming on as our guest today. I'll get into that in just a minute, but Scott Strandy with you tonight from uh, beautiful Kansas City, Missouri, and my co-host as always, Stephen Marsh, joining me from that vibrant city of Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, how are you tonight? Good, yeah, you know, you know West Coast here, we, we go things a little early. We don't like to do late, late night stuff here <laughs> on the West Coast, so we, we can do podcasts earlier here on the West Coast. <laughs> well, as I said in the open, we're... Uh, we're doing this for good reason tonight because, uh, A, you've got a hockey game and you got to cover with the Golden Knights, so we're yep. going to get you down there on time. Yep. And, B, uh, how can you keep Mr. 500 up late? Uh, you got to give him a break a little bit. So Kirk Handy with uh, Liberty University Hockey, the Flames, is going to join us after uh, notching his 500th win, 23 years, the head coach at Liberty University. Stephen, he started when he was six. <laughs> So did Bruce Cassidy, apparently. <laughs> Good, one. Good and, one. And here's a question. Now, we just had a we just had somebody hit 700 in a very important category in baseball, and now we have a 500 wins as a coach. Which one is more uh, important, exciting, the uh, 700 home run guy in Albert Pujols or the 500 win guy in Kirk Handy? Because we're doing, because we're on this podcast doing this show. Where that doesn't say. matter. I'm still taking. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know Kirk. He's a great yes. guy. Great uh, guy. Stay in one spot for 23 years, and uh, 
coach. And see, Pools didn't do that. He went to different teams. You know, he went to St. Louis and Anaheim, LA for half a season, and back to St. Louis. So, but Kirk Handy did all 500 of his wins in one spot. So, and and I'm going to guess that that Kirk uh, is doing this uh, not for the money. (laughs) <laughs> because his talent that's another big difference yes <laughs> i got a feeling he could do it somewhere for a lot more money but um wow that's just something that just tells you about the character of uh, of kirk handy so we'll get in and talk to him about liberty they're just on a roll again i mean everybody says uh who, who's the best team we know unlv looks really good on paper they're gonna get a matchup um for the ages coming up saturday night you'll be there in denver um but but kirk just keeps reproducing great, great hockey programs. And, you know, it, that's just a, that's just a model, right? You should just follow it if you're an ACHA program. And I don't know why they don't. Uh, you look across the ACHA D1, I've said it many times. I'm going to say there's 20, 25 teams that are really in this uh, for the seriousness of developing hockey players and, and really good men. And the rest of them are uh, in it for what? Club right? They're in it for the enjoyment, which is fine. Play the game for enjoyment, but if you're looking to win championships, uh, follow the path of a Kirk Handy. No question. And how about this for a win on uh, last, I think this was the, the one that he got the big 500 on, was the 12-1 to win over West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you look at the website, there are some great pictures. They showered him in uh, ice water, which I'm sure he really loved. <laughs> Uh, yes. They played sure. West Virginia. They're just uh, they're just steamrolling people early in the year, and uh, you would expect nothing less from a Kirk Handy coach team. But um, man, oh man, um, you know if you're going to play Liberty, you better be ready to play because they're not going to hold back. It doesn't matter who they're playing; they're going to step it up and they're going to play to win the game. Somebody said that once. Yes, yes, so, indeed, indeed. You you got to play the game and. And just do what you got to do. And uh, and Liberty is a, is a good team. Uh, you know, they were one of the top teams last year, just on the cusp of that top four. And, of course, had a great run in the national tournament and expected to be good again this year. And and uh, Expected to be or they are? <laughs> well, they are. Good <laughs> they, already, they already are off to a good start. Uh, they're going to have a fun schedule, too. Of course, they'll be – out here in Vegas for a few games and, and playing UNLV and uh, which has become quite a rivalry. And then they're going to play an NCAA exhibition game out here as well. And then, uh, you know, of course they'll play tough teams as they always do in their, their schedule as well. And, and uh, so yeah, it'll be exciting for them. And, and I know they're looking forward to the, the trip out here. Well, they're going to make it, it's going to be more than games. As you just mentioned, it's going to be about uh, bringing together their alumni base, showing them what it's like to, uh, to uh, play hockey at a high level. I mean, is there any better place in Vegas to bring them all together? But before they get there, Stephen, they got a home series with Niagara this weekend. Then they're going to take it to the road. They're going to Minot State. They're going to Adrian, back-to-back weekends, I believe. Um, Yeah, back-to-back weekends. And then uh, they're going to get Robert Morris at home. They're going to get Stony Brook at home. And we've talked about Stony Brook, so it's going to be fun to ask Coach Handy uh, about what he expects out of Stony Brook, uh, University of Delaware. Then they play that November 17th game against uh, NCAA foe Alaska Anchorage. And uh, then the 18th and 19th, three games, three days against the final two against UNLV. Yeah, that, that's not a, that's not a easing in schedule by any means. 
I mean, Stony Brook is is supposed to be pretty good, and of course, Adrian is has been good in the past, of course, and they're a really good team. And Minot State, of course, is top notch, and and uh, Niagara made the, the tournament last year, so they're you know not some yeah. uh, not some uh, tough, not some easy opponents by any means up until they come out to Vegas, and then even after that, they got uh, Maryville, another midnight game that they do. So Maryville is certainly looking good after that they did. Last weekend in Central Oklahoma, and uh, yeah, you know that's what I was gonna say. Everybody's fighting for the Midnight Mayhem, so they're doing two of them—one for Maryville and one for UNLV. It appears so that's interesting. We got so many things to talk about, but uh, I just wanted to get that out there right out front. That it, uh, Kirk it, Andy it looks, like doing, looks like they're doing. Looks like they're doing three. Looks like they're doing three of them this year. I, I see. Uh, I see October first this Saturday they're doing a, a Midnight Mayhem Hawaiian one uh, against. Uh, Niagara, and then I see on the uh, maybe I'm missing. Then on the second of December, a midnight mayhem against Maryville. Yeah, that's I, what I said Maryville, and I, I didn't see the first one, but Maryville, and then, and, 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 and then UNLV. you and be in January. Yeah, yeah. So they're uh, they're gonna get it out there. They're gonna bring the students out, make them uh, stay up late. And you like staying up late, really Scott? Go. He likes no. staying up late. So. Gush. Gush. <laughs> Gush. Uh, we don't even want to talk about that. Uh, but my eyes are still propped open with two toothpicks <laughs> here at the Drury Inn. They put me on the fifth floor, so that's nice. Oh, lucky number five. Okay. Nobody above me, so uh, I'm not going to hear anybody banging on there. They put me at the end like they always do, which is nice because I'm at the very end. And uh, I made the mistake, Stephen, of walking up the five flights. Uh, you you walked up a few with me in Denver when I was there. Yeah, that uh, was a mistake, <laughs> especially in Denver. Absolutely, I ain't doing that this Saturday when I go to Denver. I, elevator everywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, bro. Okay, uh, I think I think it's time. I think we've got our guest. I think we've got hundred ready to join us. So let's not wait around. Let's bring on the guy with five hundred wins. Uh, 23 years at Liberty University. He started coaching there, and he was six, I'm told. But uh, Kirk Handy is with us. Kirk Scott and Stephen with you. How are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. How are we doing tonight? <laughs> oh, that's a sound. That's a love that enthusiasm by Mr. 500. I like it. <laughs> is it okay if we coin that phrase, Mr. 500, for you? <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, Did we no. lose did we lose him? We scared him off already. <laughs> <laughs> All that enthusiasm, we got to oh. get him back. We got to get him back. Maybe somebody called him. Sometimes that happens on a phone uh, connection that somebody uh, will call you and it'll go it'll go dry for a little bit. We lost him for a minute. Maybe he's coming back. Let's see if uh, we can get Kirk back. <laughs> that, was a, that was quite a buildup. <laughs> yeah, I think he uh, he got all you, worked up uh, here when we were doing and, and all of a sudden him. we lost him. <laughs> Kirk, can you hear us? Because uh, we can't hear you. <laughs> so we'll see if we get him reconnected here. I wanted Maybe. to ask him what it feels like to be in there similar grounds. As... Hold on. Oh, you got him? Hold on. He's coming back, I think. Let's see if we can get him uh, reconnected with us. Kirk, can you hear us? Well, I see him on a couple of places on my board, so we're getting closer. When you get to a couple of places, you generally... You generally get to the right spot, so we'll see what we can. <laughs> That's what we can hope, at least. <laughs> well, whenever I run the board, why does this happen? Uh, <laughs> nothing ever goes never. Nothing ever goes wrong in in, in your uh, sphere, there, Scott. 
No, I was up early, Stacey. <laughs> I was up really early. Um, well, well, let me, yeah, I, well, while we wait for Kirk and see maybe if you have to fumble with something to get that. On, uh, you got him? I see you just went. Hold on, let me try him here. Hold on. Okay. All right. Kirk. Kirk, do we have you? First of all, I see Mr. Flanders has joined the room, so welcome to uh, Mr. Danny Flanders. <laughs> I uh, I don't know why we're not hearing Kirk. I, I can see him. I can see his uh, circle moving. I can see the on and off button, and um, for some reason, we're not getting him. How's that? No, guys, is that any better? Oh, you're back. I love it. We said all hey, story. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what happened. Yes, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Sorry about that. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but uh, I'm glad to be on again with you guys. Yeah, I guess it was. Okay, so I don't know if you heard my open, but I said uh, uh, 500 wins, 23 years at Liberty University. You started coaching there when you were six, which is amazing because you're only 29, I think, right now, right? 28 and a half, 28 and a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, see, he counts every month. He counts every month. <laughs> Whatever it takes to, to make it not so, uh, so it's not so long. 28 is exactly. like, it's, it's like with something that the store costs nine ninety nine, and instead of $10, it's so much cheaper when it's nine ninety nine than it is when it's $10. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk, let me tell you uh, the way the things have started for, for ACHA hockey, and at least in our area, and I had to have you on when I knew we were getting close to that 500. But uh, I went down to see what Oklahoma was all about, making their resurgence after losing their rink and having to now share a rink with UCO. Really, really impressed and really proud of what they've done in such a short period of time to re regenerate ACHA D1 hockey. Then last weekend, I went down there again. That was so two weekends and three week period. But I had to see UCO and Maryville, and goodness gracious, those two teams played it. Uh, they left everything, including uh, every drop of sweat on that rink. So then I look at your scores, and I'm going like, boy, Liberty is just off and rolling right off the get-go. So tell us about your your 2-0 start. Well, yeah, and i just like maybe to comment on the uh, on the UCO-Maryville uh, game. I know both Mike and John are fantastic coaches, and and both have uh, ha have great programs. In my opinion, both will be top programs in the ACHA. And it, it doesn't surprise me that Maryville went there and won one, you know. And I think uh, uh, John's uh, John's done a wonderful job there with uh, with Maryville. Um, yeah, the first two games for us, um, you know, uh, NC State, uh, ACHA Division Two team, uh, a top ACHA Division Two team. It was a uh, it was a solid game. I thought NC State, you know, every year has a has a top ACHA Division II program, and and uh, you know I was uh, we started slow, but uh, as the game went on, I liked more what we were doing in the second third period, and uh, the game against West Virginia. I think we came out and and uh, and played you know well, and and uh, were able to uh, you know to to do very well on the special teams, and I think that 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 was was uh, maybe the main difference in, in the game. We scored uh, five power play and one shorthanded goal, and, and that kind of uh, really took the wind out of their sails, but the guy. Hello, we up, lose uh, with his team there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How, how's that? Am I back? Well, you, you cut, you cut out there for just a, a few seconds there, but then we, we got your back there. So 
don't know if you want to repeat that last that last thought about your your twelve to one win because I think we we might have missed some of that. Yeah, I was just saying that you know I, I thought uh, West Virginia. Oh no! Oh no! I guess it's not meant to be to it's talk about, about West, West Virginia. Virginia. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> it was fine oh. when he was talking about NC State, but as soon as he started talking about West Virginia, it's like the it's like the West Virginia forces are keeping him from <laughs> They don't they don't want that story out apparently. No, they don't. It's it's being redacted as we speak. <laughs> oh, we'll get him back. We'll get, we'll get him back. back. We'll figure this thing out. <laughs> that, that's the that's uh. the beauty of live podcasting. You just never know what the connections. Wait, are. this is are, this is live. Are you guys back? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're here. Somebody doesn't want us Sorry, to hear the guys, West Virginia thing happened, because every time you start, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I don't know okay. what happened there. Really I lost you now. for a second again, but but uh, West Virginia game again. The uh, you know I I, I thought that. I thought our team pl- played well, but again, we, we understand that, uh, you know, our, our, our competition of our season re- re- really takes it to a, a, another level this weekend. Niagara is a, a very strong team, in my opinion, will will be a top 10 team in the ACHA, and and uh, and then from there, we, we go to Minot and then to Adrian. So we're really looking forward to these next six games. I really feel like uh, as a program, um, you know, we – we want to continually build as the season goes along and, and we get a great opportunity here, a great opportunity to come out and, and to, and to play a couple of, of uh, great teams in the next three weekends. Our focus is on Niagara this weekend. And, and so, uh, you know, we're putting all of our focus and energy into our two games this weekend uh, against Niagara. Okay. I want to, I want to mention this before Steven jumps in with some for you here, but uh, I think you and Greg Powers have more than a connection because you guys are savvy. Greg's coming up here to Minnesota where I'm bound for this weekend. And he's doing it in October where it's going to be in the 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, where it could be a lot worse. And you're going to Minot in October, which is really, really smart because that's a good time to go to Minot. <laughs> so you got a couple of savvy coaches. Yeah, I think that you learn uh, the hard way. And I think that you do it the opposite way. And then you're like, that that, that wasn't too smart. Uh, so the next time I go out there, guys, I'll come to you in October and you come to me in February. It actually works out pretty well because usually uh, those guys are like, yeah, for sure we'll come to you in February. So, Right. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Well, well, it seems like you, you know, we got the raw end of the deal because you know he's going to Virginia in January, and they're and they're coming out to Las Vegas in November. So how does, how does that work? But uh, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I was just looking at your your whole schedule here, and and there really isn't. And you're sending you're focused on Niagara, but I mean, just your whole schedule. I mean, and, and we've talked about this before. I think when we had John early in the year, but just the how tough you guys have made the schedule for for des, by design, correct? Oh, it is totally by, by design. And yeah, 22 of our next 30 games are going to be against teams ranked in the top 13. 20 of the 30 are teams ranked in the top seven. So, uh, you know, if, if you want to be the best at the end of the year, you have to beat the best. And, and why not play them consistently throughout? I think we lost him again. He's drifting in and out of us. He didn't bring up West Virginia again, did he? <laughs> uh, you, 
we kind of oh. lost you on that one. Kirk, you kind of drifted on us, but. I think I'm back now. I think I'm back. I was off there for Can you hear us now? <laughs> How's that better now? Yeah, now you're great. Now you're great. Yep. That's perfect. Um, so, Stephen was talking about your strength of schedule. I totally agree with you on that. It seems like everybody has figured it out. Well, not everybody, but the top teams in ACHA D1 hockey have figured it out. Um, I was just out in San Diego and had a chance to visit with uh, Phil out there and talked about what he wanted to do. And Kirk, I think you'll get a kick out of this. I asked him what would he would consider a good first season in D1 hockey. And he thought about it for a minute and he looked at me right in the eye and he said, you know, I think if I can gain, the, if our team can gain the respect of everybody that we play, win, lose, or draw, but if we can come away at the end of the year being respected, I think we're uh, we're on the right path. Yeah, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I I think in order to get respect, you have to go to the top teams and play the top teams, and that's what we learned years ago. Yeah, yeah, totally agree with you. Um, so when we look at your roster and we look at what you're doing on the ice, it's hard to say whether you're better defensively or offensively, but boy, it doesn't hurt to put up uh, some numbers in, uh, in games like that, does it? Well, it definitely doesn't. And here's the thing, you know, uh, I kind of went, uh, went a little more stern at our guys on Monday in practice because I wanted to make sure they understood that uh, we aren't measuring – our team success based on the first two games of the year. Those are opportunities to get our feet wet and opportunities to get our, our, our solid foundation set. But, uh, you know, we can't expect that we're going to have uh, 12 goal games. Uh, you know, the, the games uh, against Niagara this weekend, they're going to be tough, absolute wars. And so we want to get our guys ready for that mentality and make sure that, that our guys aren't too complacent in what they're doing. All right, Stephen, you got another one for Coach? Yeah, I want to ask about, you. as you said, you have you have Niagara coming up uh, this weekend. How how exciting is it going to be to have um, them come through? I mean, you know you've already had a couple of home games under your belt, but, well, of course, you have the uh, the Midnight Madness is always a lot of fun. So Midnight um, Mayhem. Get it Mayhem, right. Midnight Hawaiian Mayhem. Sorry, Midnight, Ma minus, midnight Madness <laughs> is what you know V's coin there is. But, yeah, Midnight <laughs> Mayhem. Yeah, what does that mean? Midnight Mayhem Hawaiian style. So it's going to be like <laughs> – and they've, they've actually asked, asked their coaching staff to wear Hawaiian shirts. So they, they bought us some Hawaiian shirts that look like the jersey. So uh, nice. I'll give you a better indication how they are after the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think what you have going with the Midnight Mayhem, Kirk, is something that a lot of teams want to be a part of. I think it's pretty uh, pretty cool. Uh, Maryville's going to get one. Of course, Niagara's getting one. And then UNLV getting one. So is there any uh, any rhyme or reason to that? Oh, no, did we lose him again? I think he's saying something. I just can't hear him. <laughs> we could try to guess what he's yeah, going to say. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're you kind of drifting in and out of us. I think you're back. <laughs> he was back. <laughs> Live podcasting. Okay. Folks. That's what yeah. No, the, the, the midnight mayhem is 
Am I on again? Now you are. Yeah, now you are. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I was going to say the Midnight, uh, Midnight Mayhem. Mayhem is an awesome marketing. Yeah. The Midnight Mayhem's awesome uh, program our school has been involved with and really pumped it up. The students love it and uh, it creates a real exciting environment for our student athletes. Okay, so so let me talk a little bit about just this growth again because Kirk, everywhere that I go, I, I, I hear people talking about the growth of hockey and as you and I have talked about in the past, uh, seven years ago when I started this company, it was taboo if you, you talked about teams even considering moving up to NCAA or doing whatever. And now people are like, hey, how, can, how do we do a feasibility study? How do we do this? How do we do that? And I just think it's great for the game, whether you stay ACHA D1 and you become the best at the very best or you make the move to NCAA. But as a coach, how does that feel to know you're part of a group? You've been around a long time. You've seen it all. Yeah, it's exciting. And boy, I'll tell you what, I tell everyone to enjoy each season here at ACHA Division Three, ACHA Division One, uh, NCA Division One, wherever you're at. Uh, but, you know, I think that the growth in, in college hockey has been unbelievable. It's something that over just the growth, but also the opportunity. Oh, that was so good, and we missed it. <laughs> I could tell where he was going with this. You guys there? Uh, we are now. We, we lost you again right when you were just getting to the Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, all, all, uh, I'm sorry. All I was just saying, uh, you know, was just the opportunities for student-athletes improved so much uh, in the last oh, in yeah. the last 15 to 20 years. Yeah, you're 100% correct. The other thing that I really noticed, Kirk, and I know you have too, and I've commented to you about your team, but boy, the ACHA D1 level has about 25 teams, I'm going to say, that really bought into the fact that they want to uh, treat their guys well. They want to treat them like NCAA athletes, and um, and they do everything the right way. They're dressed right off the ice. They act right off the ice. They play well on the ice. Um, and I think that's a big credit, but, uh, any truth to that? If you, uh, if you dress well and you perform well off the ice, you have a good chance of doing so on the ice as well. Absolutely. And I, I truly believe as I look back on the years I've been involved here at Liberty, that one of the things that we've tried to do is continue to grow the professionalism of our program and continue to grow the opportunities to get students to come here and pay to come watch the games and, and to try and give the faculty and staff opportunities to really say Liberty Hockey, wow, what a special program because of the people that are involved over there. Okay, I know where Stephen wants to go, so I'm going to beat him to the punch. You're coming out to uh, Las Vegas uh, just before Thanksgiving. How's everything going with the fundraising and the, uh, the alumni support and all that? I know you're working hard on that. Give us some updates. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're we're going to have a little alumni golf outing out there. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a it's the first time we've ever done something like this. So you're going to have some bumps in the road, but that's okay if you never if you don't try uh, to 
try new things out, then it's going to be hard to advance your program. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going it's going great, and uh, a lot of great uh, alumni support as well as other people, uh, friends and family who are are going to be coming out there as well. And, and you're going to be playing uh, NCAA opponent while you're out here at University of Alaska Anchorage. Uh, how exciting is that going to be? In addition to the two games against UNLV. Really looking forward to playing them. We've had the opportunity to play Long Island and uh, Arizona State and Penn State over the years. So, yeah, it's an exciting opportunity for us. Okay, let me let me ask this. And I, you've been so successful at the ACHA level as a program, and and you guys have are top notch with broadcast and stuff. And, and the changing landscape of NCAA hockey has that ever been the conversation of of have, has that ever been an entertaining uh, to look at NCAA as a possibility for your program, or, or is it's kind of been like ACHA is where we're at and we're we're good, successful here, and we want to stay here because we believe in it at that level? Well, has it ever been a topic of conversation uh, for <laughs> sure? Okay. Uh, but is it is it uh, is it what we have on the radar right now? No, but uh, if the opportunity ever came along. Uh, I believe that we'd be a program that would be really uh, super easy to, to uh, you know, to transition up because of the way that, that we're trying to run it and the way we're trying to do things here. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I told our guys uh, years ago, maybe 15 years ago for the last 15 years, I want to control what I can control it. And that is uh, being the best team we can be at ACHA division one. That That's my goal uh, this year. And, uh, and uh, until, uh, something changes, then that's going to be my goal. And listen, here's the deal. I'm very proud of the ACHA. I played in the ACHA. I've coached in the ACHA. We have five teams at Liberty involved in the ACHA. And the student-athlete experience the ACHA gives is wonderful. And uh, it's been a wonderful product that, that we've, uh, you know, had a program that we've had here on campus. And, and uh, listen, it, it works. And it, it's a great program for, for student-athletes. Yeah, it's not a bad alternative. I mean, we've talked about it all the time on this show, and of course, Scott's heavy in the NCAA stuff, and uh, and uh, you know, and it's it's that's great. I mean, that's the top notch of the top. But I mean, the ACHA. I mean, especially the last few years too. It's it seems like the 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 gap between ACHA talent and NCAA talent is is not as wide as it once was. No, it, it, it's not, and uh, you know, um, here's the thing. It, the ACHA gives uh, students who might not ever get a chance to play college hockey a chance to play. And, and that's awesome. You know, there's guys we have on our ACHA team, a uh, division three team who, uh, you know, who if we only had an ACHA division one team would never get the opportunity. So we love to give uh, student athletes that opportunity and, and we love to have them play at the level that, that they're able to play. And, and so, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, I can't, I'm always thankful for the ACHA and for what it's done for us here at Liberty. Kirk, I, I promise I'm going to get out there and do a feature on your program because it is a benchmark, no doubt about it. But I want to ask you this. I had a chance this summer when I was up covering the NJEC. It was an off day, and I called Gary Astalis, and I said, Gary, would it be okay if I just drove down and took a look at your facility and stuff? And he goes, hey, we'd love to have you, but I'm not going to be able to be there, but I'll get my captain um, – to, uh, to take you around, and I pulled in, and I'm sure you've been to Adrian before, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So so I pull in, and I don't know what I'm going to see when I get there, and I get there, and I drive onto the campus, and I go, 
boy, is this a high school campus or what is this? It's pretty small. Then I look at their athletic facilities and I go like, oh, this is big time athletics. There's no doubt about it. Then I find out there's 2,200 students enrolled. Then I get the tour from uh, Sheldon, uh, uh, Nolan Sheldon, and he took me through the, uh, the, uh, the, the whole place. And I, I walked away with it. I called Gary up and I said, hey, Gary, can I title this? If there's a will, there's a way. He goes, oh, that would be great. So I'm going like, I'm telling everybody, if you have seven college hockey teams, four figure skating programs, and they're working out of one rink, and that rink is immaculate, and each team has got their own little uh, locker room set up with uh, identifiable by just a, a few minor changes in the logos, and you look at it, and I come back out west and I tell people, don't you ever tell me that you can't do this if you really want to, because they're, they're living proof. And I know you guys are the same way, right? Yeah, you know, I, absolutely. And it's been, uh, you know, it's been God, God's blessing on, on what we're doing here and, and uh, support from the institution. I think, you know, one of the big things and one of the big questions that we ask all the time is what value do we bring to the institution? And, and, you know, our, our student athletes amongst our 725 club sports student athletes, our retention rate is 10% higher than the average student. So we're at 95% retention rate. Our students' GPA amongst 300, around 725 student athletes is a 3.35 GPA. And, uh, and, and so, you know, the, there's just a lot of things that uh, value that we bring to the institution uh, that, that really go a long way to, uh, to make the student athlete experience, but also other students' uh, experience awesome. We, we have over 200 students who are not club sports student athletes necessarily, who are involved with their academic majors of academic integration within club sports, such as game operations people, such as social media people, such as uh, people working with our, our, our pro shop or, or other things that we have here to try and get real student experience while they're here at Liberty, who are not club sports student athletes necessarily. So I'm very proud of, of, of that aspect of what we're doing as well. All right, so give us a, a little breakdown of your week in uh, Las Vegas, if you will. We know the Thursday night game against Anchorage and then Friday, Saturday against uh, UNLV. Uh, what does everything else uh, break down to? When will you arrive and when are you playing golf and all that good stuff? Yeah, so I think the, the golf's on Thursday. Uh, let me back up. Our, our team's going to fly out Wednesday. I might slide out Tuesday with uh, with my wife and kids. My, my One of my four sons is a big Vegas fan, so... We might slide out Tuesday and catch the uh, catch the Knights game. Knights are playing San Jose on Tuesday night, and then uh, and then our team will will come out Wednesday. We'll be there Wednesday. We'll catch the UNLV game uh, Wednesday night, and then uh, we'll practice on uh, on Thursday and uh, be ready to go for Thursday night, and then be ready to go Friday and Saturday night. So uh, we're we're gonna try and keep our guys uh, involved with the alumni, but but not active in what the alumni is doing. We kind of have their own schedule set up. So uh, just hoping to keep our guys focused. Our guys understand the big picture, and that's uh, we want to uh, uh, be with our alumni, hang out with the alumni, but uh, but we're also out there for a reason. It's a business trip, and and uh, and we understand that we've got business to take care of out there. Now, are you guys going to be playing that game 
at UNLV's place or uh, City National or the Dollar Loan Center? Because I know UNLV right now has been announced from their end that the game against Alaska Anchorage is at Dollar Loan Center, but then the, the games against you guys are still scheduled for City National. So is that still the plan, or what about your guys' game at least against Anchorage? Is that going to be out at the same place, or are you going to have to play those at City National Arena? I'm pretty sure they're at City National. Okay. Okay, you don't need any of my help on this, Kirk, but I'm doing a preview next week on Anchorage when they come to Colorado College. So if you need a little scoop. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. I'll I've take, got the I'll coach. He's two players coming up. <laughs> scout will be your, your – he can scout scout them out for you. I give you <laughs> – I love it. I love it. Uh, and we I, and we uh, and both of us plan on being in, in in October, being up in Alaska ourselves to see the UNLV Anchorage series in person, and then 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 they come here to Vegas. We'll we'll be involved there, so we'll probably have some good intel to pass along. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. I'll take whatever you got on UNLV too. Although that'll be tough for me to give intel on UNLV to you, but I I may be willing to do that. <laughs> okay, so so I want to ask you for your opinion on this because. You know how hard Greg Powers has worked to get his uh, program into that new building. Today was a real significant day for them, and I know you know this as well, but uh, they played their last practice at Oceanside. It was, uh, it was kind of emotional, I think, for them. But uh, now they move over to the new Mullet Arena. Um, it's just the, the epitome of how you move up to the next level, right? Oh, it's, I'm, I'm proud of Greg. Actually, he owes me a, a text. I shot him a text uh, a couple hours ago here about that. So yeah, I'm super proud of Greg. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we enjoyed uh, great, great battles going back and forth with us and ASU and Greg was kind enough their first year of NCA division one to have us out there to play them. So uh, I think that uh, ho hopefully we'll get another game in the future with them. And, and, uh, but I'm super proud of Greg and what he's done and, and he just inspires all of us, right. He inspires all of us to what that next level might look like one day for, for other teams that transition from ACHA to NCA Division One. As long as we're on coach topic, I got to tell you about this. I, I came back from Oklahoma. I drove uh, ten hours to get back to Denver because I promised Chris Mayotte I'd be at his golf outing uh, down at Colorado College on uh, Monday. So I got down there. Didn't play my best, but but I played. <laughs> but I was so glad I went, Kirk, because it was their first Friends of CC golf outing. They had 124 people, um, and I had my camera rolling at the end, and uh, Chris is pretty emotional anyway, but uh, he was talking about gratitude and how much it means to him and his players to have the fan support, and I know what you guys have for fan support just from a distance, but um, he broke down and uh, kind of got choked up. It's a 55-second clip. It's got like 7,000 views now. I just looked, and I'm going like, man, that is really – what, what hockey coaching is all about when you are that passionate and that, uh, you know, focused into what you're doing. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I mean, listen, I, I've actually never, never met Chris myself, but, uh, but I can definitely relate to, to what he's, what he's saying. And, and, uh, you know, the college hockey experience is a real special one for our guys, but special for the coaches as well too, you know, and the opportunity to have young men come through your program and to and to see them grow as men and to see them launch out of here and, and leave, uh, you know, better for their college hockey experience, uh, you know, is, is rewarding. It's something that I get motivated for every day I wake up. I got to get, get one more in there before Stephen jumps back in. But um, 
we play your ad all the time. And uh, the one thing that always catches me and which always kind of just sends chills down my spine, if, if, you, if I can say that, uh, is you, you're competing as champions for Christ. So give us a uh, thumbnail, uh, a definition of what that means at Liberty University to be a champion for Christ. Well, it means to be passionate about your faith and to grow in your faith while, while you're here. But to, but when you leave, to tell with you and go out into wherever you go, whatever career you go into, and be a champion out there as well. And uh, I think that that you know when you're here at Liberty, you're building a solid foundation. When you launch out from here, we we want to see you running out here out of Liberty to to make a difference in the world. And and that's that's big for us. And that's that's who we are here at Liberty and that's who we want to continue to be and continue to bring players in who want to be a part of that. And I tell people all the time, listen, I was just actually with a recruit uh, just before I jumped on here. And I I just said to him like, Liberty is not for everyone, but if it's for you, I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a great place that's going to change your life. And so that's what I try and challenge guys on. If that's what you're looking for, then Liberty is a great place to come to. All right, Steven. All right, so now we we talked about you being now 500 wins, which is a great accomplishment again, and congrats on that. I guess from when you got win number one to win number 500, that's a a, a great time span. I, I'm sure the hockey has certainly gotten a lot better, but what have you seen in just a thumbnail from win number one to now win number 500, just the growth of the ACHA and just college hockey in general? It's, it's got to be pretty massive, the growth. Oh, it's unbelievable. In fact, I was thinking, uh, you know, when I, when I first started, I wasn't married and didn't have any kids. So uh, now uh, 19 years later, I've been married for 19 years and have four kids. And, and uh, but, you know, one of the crazy things I think that you see is just the professionalism of the ACHA. The ACHA used to have two or three teams that were dominant every year. And now, you know, we have in ACHA Division One, ten 10 teams to 15 teams that 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 could be right there at the end of the year to win it for a national championship and i think that that's just the growth of what we're doing and and the passion that the coaches have and the drive the coaches have and the enthusiasm they have to compete against one another listen some some of the people who i love talking to the most are other coaches in the acha and we go back and forth at it pretty good but do you, do you know what we challenge and push one another right you know, and and that's what makes it so great. And that's what makes competition so great uh, is you want to be at your best and you want to push, uh, you know, to try and do whatever you can to push your group of, of players to be at their best. And uh, and then each one of them has their own unique ability uh, to do that within the institution that they represent. And so, you know, for us here at, at Liberty, I, I think uh, most important thing for me is to bring in guys who want to be part of the mission of Liberty and, and then to go out and, and make a difference when we play and then when, when they leave Liberty well. Okay, i got to give you one final one. Um, I'm in Kansas City tonight on my way to Minneapolis. Um, and the reason I'm going up there is I'm going to watch uh, history be in the making again as another ACHAD1 program makes a jump to NCAA and Lindenwood playing the Gophers. I, I, I had Rick on... Uh, two nights ago. And I said, uh, <laughs> I said, do you realize you have the hardest schedule in college hockey and NCAA hockey? And he goes, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately I do realize that. But um, what does that say about, about two things about that game? And then I think I looked in the history books, Kirk, and I don't know if I've ever seen an NCAA reigning champion host an ACHA team like UNLV uh, before. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it, uh, Rick, what it says is he, he's done a, He's done a great job. You know, I was, I was happy for, for Rick when it all happened last year. It happened at the national tournament. So we were kind of there and a part of it, which was which was kind of fun, right? Kind of fun for some of us who had, had been around with Rick and coached with Rick. But you know what? Like, hey, he, he's going to do great at NCAA Division I. Uh, you know, Rick's got, uh, you know, he's got the ability to, uh, you know, to uh, to bring in uh, good quality student athletes there. And, and Linda Woods uh, in a great spot in St. Louis. And, and uh, he's going right at it. He's going. He's going <laughs> to play the tough, tough teams. And and I give him a lot of credit for doing that. He's not. He's not putting one foot in. He's jumping in with two feet and going in uh, uh, to play all all the big schools. So I, I'm happy for Rick. And and uh, it'll put their program in a good position come the second year. Okay, so I'm going to beat Stephen to this punch too. So uh, UNLV coming to play Denver. Do you ever recall the NCAA reigning champion hosting an ACHA team even for an exhibition? No, but I did send I did send Anthony a message today. Uh, <laughs> I, I did send him one. You know, I'm I'm super. Listen, hey, it helps us all that he's going to to Denver and playing Denver. Uh, you know, that that's awesome for the ACHA. It helps us all uh, continue to grow and to continue to build and continue to put uh, really what the ACHA is all out in front of the uh university or out in front of of uh, of other prospective student athletes and that's awesome for everyone that's going to help everyone when when we played uh liu and, and we we're very fortunate enough to be able to uh beat them, um you know i got more text messages from other coaches in the acha about how great it was for their program <laughs> that we yeah. were doing that i thought that was great you know it wasn't about it wasn't about us it was about them and and the opportunity to grow their program. So I, I, I love it that they're going to play Denver. Uh, I'll be cheering for them as they go play Denver. And uh, again, it raises, it raises the profile of the ACHA for sure. Okay, it's going to be a real, go ahead, go ahead. I got to give him the, I, I had a chance to sneak in and talk to uh, David Carls. I do every Tuesday. And uh, I asked him, I said, how are you treating this weekend? Because, after this weekend, you have a, a big icebreaker tournament where Maine and Notre Dame are coming to play um, at Denver. And he said, you know how we're treating it? He said, we're treating it just like a, another game week. He said, actually, Friday night, I'm having the guys come in like it's a game. We're going to play a scrimmage. We're going to go, you know, just like it were a regular game. And then we're going to end that one. And Saturday morning, it's going to be just like another uh, weekend series against anybody. And I thought that was really incredible. And uh, I guess that speaks to why they're national champions. Well, it, it, it does. But, but hey, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I, I think that the opportunity that he's giving, uh, you know, he's given uh, Anthony to come out there and play is, is great for everyone. I think you'll start to see, uh, you know, I don't want to say a, a, a prediction, but my thought on this one is you'll start to see uh, more NCAA Division One teams play ACHA Division One teams their first game of the year instead yeah. of playing the Canadian schools because I think uh, you know uh, when I talked to was talking to Greg Powers about it he knows he's going to get a good quality game he knows he'll be able to get his players into it he knows what he'll be able to get out of that game what he wants and the ACHA Division One teams will be able to get the same thing from their end out of the game as well. All right, Stephen, finish it off for us. Uh, well, I, I just, I guess I kind of want to follow up on that and just, I guess it says a lot because, you know, you look at if, if, a, if an NCAA opponent needs a game to kind of 
get their feet wet before they get into the meat of their NCAA season because they don't want any, you know, that every game in the NCAA level is is very critical. So it's got to show again that you you bring an ACHA program like a UNLV in or or what you guys are going to do with the uh, uh, last game, Anchorage, although that's going to be a little bit later in the season. But but to have those kind of games. Uh, for those opponents too, it's and it's good for the ACHA side of things too. To, you you really get to see the uh, how you know the, the, how different it is, and it can really motivate an ACHA program too to really go and have a good. I mean, we saw what Lindenwood did. They were the number one team. They played a couple NCA games. They didn't you know they didn't win those. Obviously, they they lost pretty badly. But it I think it kind of it kind and they knew what they were trying to do. It kind of motivated them the rest of the season so i think that can be beneficial for you guys are you gonna get a taste of that with an ncaa game later this season unlv's getting a few this year your thoughts on that well no no one wants to say it but uh you know if an ACH team knocks off an ncaa team it's uh it's big news right, right. and so and so you know just for those guys to give us the opportunity to go there and play i so appreciate and i think it it's really beneficial for them and for us and i and i really believe you'll start seeing a lot more of that right they have you know they they see it as a good opportunity, especially the way these programs are run now. They're run at a high level, and 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 they're run where the coaches there know. Greg Powers knows when he when he plays a Liberty what he's gonna get, right? He knows when he plays a UNLV what he's gonna get. He's not gonna get guys injured. He's gonna get a good game where guys go out there compete and battle hard, and give his chance a a, a team to you know the. The same way that we would play an ACHA Division II team like an NC State and give them an opportunity to right. come up here is the same opportunity that a great powers would be given some of us. Well said, Coach. We appreciate it. Congratulations on 500 wins. I got to know, did you get that suit dry? <laughs> I, it was funny. So the funny story uh, about the suit, I actually uh, I had it. I've had it for a year, and it was the first time I wore it. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So there you go. So I've got uh, – <laughs> I've got to take it to dry cleaners, though. So, uh, your website has a fantastic picture of you uh, just getting ready to get that ice cold uh, bucket of water on you. But congratulations again, uh, not only on yeah. the longevity, but the continued success. And I promise I'm going to get out there sometime before the season is over, and I will definitely see you that weekend uh, in Vegas. By Please the way, do, guys, hey. By the way, I put your I put your 500 wins at the same level as Albert Pujols' 700th home run recently. So that's how that's how important your your thing was. <laughs> maybe even a little bit maybe even a little bit more important than than Pujols' 700. I home said run. it was important. It was way more important. <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate your support, guys. Thanks a million. Have a great Thanks, night. Kurt. We appreciate it. Thanks, right, Kurt. Take care. All right, bye. That's Kurt Candy with Liberty University. Stephen and I'll be right back in just a few minutes to wrap up another episode of the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study help you make an impact on and off the ice as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. Your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong. See if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu.
player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. champions, four-time WCHL champions, 
and named a best in the West college by U.S. News and World Report, UCO hits all of the benchmarks for an elite college hockey experience. Our Edmond, Oklahoma campus, which is just minutes from downtown Oklahoma City, has over 100 areas of study and over 200 student organizations to help you find your fit. Whether it's our stunning 210-acre campus or our NCAA-level hockey environment, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com and see if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you. Hi, my name is Cameron Henderson from San Diego State, and you listen to the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Hello, fans. My name is Hunter Mazzillo, and I'm number 26 for the UNLV Skating Rebels, and you're listening to the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Summer Skate Studios. This is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Welcome back in, everybody. Indeed, this is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Kansas City, Missouri. My co-host is always Stephen Marshall, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, it's almost <laughs> game time. you got three minutes to wrap things up and get yourself over to T-Mobile and uh, see what those Golden Knights are going to do tonight. Well, I... You said beautiful. It was uh, it beautiful now, but it was uh, stormy this morning. In fact, there was a, a there was video of a of a lightning bolt that hit atop Allegiant Stadium uh, this morning, which <laughs> which on Twitter is they're saying that's a good sign. That means that the Raiders are going to get their first win on Sunday against the Broncos. <laughs> oh, that's fighting words, my friend. <laughs> yes, um, but yes, I got to get to T-Mobile here in a couple of minutes. But uh, what a great conversation with uh, with Kurt Candy and, uh, and Mr. Five Hundred, as you want to coin him and. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, let, let me put this into perspective. 23 years at one job and earning that kind of success. There's so many people that have put in. Well, there's not a lot, but there there used to be a lot of people that have put in 23 years in one place. But then to, to, to couple that with success of winning 500 hockey games, there's not that many games in ACHA hockey, Stephen. No. You got to you got to win a lot of games over a lot of years to get to that point. Yeah, there's not not a lot of games, and I guess that includes any tournament games or any uh, sort of um, you know any sort of other games that you play. So that's but still, yeah, I mean you may only play thirty games in a season if if that. I mean some teams play about that, I think, or a little bit more, and then if tournament tournament play, if however many games that is, two, three, or four. So yeah, it's a couple that times. 10 and times almost you know 15 and so that's still not quite so i mean yeah that's a long that's a long time you know 500 and of course that's if you go undefeated you know for 20, <laughs> 16 years so i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna win 30 games a year so it's it's more like 20 or 25 or whatever and or 24 if, if you have a good year and uh yeah so that's that that's a long time to get to 500 so congrats to him and be able to do that and and i think yeah the longevity of of him and and you don't you don't see that a lot in ACH. I mean, th- there's a lot of movement. Um, you know, people coaches come and go, especially as they may go on to other things or, or you know, changes are made. So it's 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 I think it's something that's something to be said for sure. 
um, which is why I compared it to Pujols' streak in a way because uh, I don't know if we're gonna see another seven a seven hundred home run hitter or not in baseball. I, I I don't know how many more five hundred wins at the ACHA, at least at the Division One level that you're gonna see or any level really for that matter that you're gonna see for uh, for uh, you know going forward. So well, and, and let me say this: he's not done yet. <laughs> no, he'll keep yeah, exactly. This isn't a goodbye. Yeah, this isn't a swan song going off into the sunset. You know, he's gonna he, right. He's he's got. I, I don't know how many more years. Five, ten more years or so at least. So may, maybe oh, he, if, he goes as long as he wants. Right. He's got I mean, success exactly. So uh, that's in the back that, pocket he, there. We could be doing this at We could be doing this at six hundred wins. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, take it away, my friend, and get your way on down to uh, T-Mobile Arena. I do. I do think people uh, do want to give some scores real quick. Uh, you mentioned the, I know I, I do got to get going, but the uh, Mar- uh, the uh, as you mentioned, uh, Maryville and Central Oklahoma split on uh, on the weekend. Uh, Maryville won two to one on uh, Marquee matchup, uh, Stephen. Yes, Marquee matchup, and then six <laughs> to five, uh, Central Oklahoma win in a wild one over Maryville. That was a that was a crazy game too. But uh, Central Oklahoma ends up w- winning that. And of course, Maryville's three and one in the season. Central Oklahoma now one and one. Uh, want to give some? Uh, there is a game tonight. In fact, Grand Canyon will be starting their season tonight. Uh, they have a matchup with Davenport at uh, AZ Ice Arcadia in Phoenix. So we wish Grand Canyon, Danny Roy, and all them a good luck on their start of their season tonight. They'll play uh, Grand Canyon tonight, or they'll play Grand Canyon. Will play Davenport tonight. They'll play Utah uh, tomorrow, and then I think uh, I think that's it. I think there's those two games, and then Utah will play Arizona State. On uh, on Friday and Saturday, I believe so. So yeah, it's it's getting started. All the teams are going to be in action. As we mentioned, we'll real quickly run through the games that are happening. Utah is going to be at Arizona State uh, after they're in Grand Canyon on Thursday, so they'll have some games there. Uh, let me run through here real quick. Uh, uh, Liberties we mentioned can play Niagara. I'm, almost every team is going to be in action. Uh, San Diego State's going to be hosting Northern Arizona. Um, San Diego State uh, had a couple of losses uh, yes, uh, over the weekend to Colorado. So Colorado's now 4-0. They're going to be in Oklahoma this weekend to play the, the play the Sooners. So that'll be exciting. Uh, let's see, Arizona's in action this week, and they're going to play Davenport. So Davenport goes from playing Grand Canyon, then they'll play Arizona down there. And Central Oklahoma is going to be in Colorado State. Colorado State 2-0 to start the season, uh, I believe against a M2 team, but still nonetheless 2-0. And then a 1-1 Central Oklahoma will will go this week into Colorado State. And then, as we mentioned on Saturday, of course, where I will be, I'll be at Magnus Arena. Well, what is an ACHA guy doing at Magnus Arena? Well, that is because UNLV will be playing Denver, the national champions Denver, which you keep telling me they're even faster than they were before, and uh, that's a scary thing. So, But, uh, again, a good opportunity for, for the Rebels to, to be there and play the, the Denver Pioneers and and, and a good opportunity for, for Denver, too, to to have a game in before their season really gets going. Well said, my friend. That was a nice wrap-up. Uh, it wasn't quite a full uh, Marsh, Marsh no. what we call those, whip-around? <laughs> whip-around, no. That's more, that's more, quite, that's more new stuff. But, yeah, no, we, we want to get some scores and some games action in there. Some, but every every team now will have gotten a game in by this weekend. Uh, you know, UNLV, not as just an ACHA game in yet, but they got an NCAA exhibition game, and then they're – season will really get going next week with uh, their opening weekend here in, in, in Henderson of all places. They're going to do it. And tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter when you're doing the uh, <laughs> March on the road stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do is we'll hope to tweet some stuff at the at ACHA underscore ITHSW. 
Um, I'll maybe tweet a thing or two on my account as well, or at least retweet at smarsh91. But a lot of the stuff will, of course, be on our ACHA ITHSW Twitter account at ACHA underscore ITHSW. So, Take it away, my friend. All right. From the uh, Summer Skate Studios, the Great West College Hockey Podcast was brought to you by the University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, a rich history, past, present, and future. By Summer Skates, whether you choose our original red, a custom logo, or our new black shower shoes, show off your game with style at summerskates.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. No one does entertainment destinations better. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, and a world-class education in any of our 300 majors. By M-Drive, real people, real results. Try M-Drive Boost to look and feel your best. The University of Oklahoma, celebrating 20 years of Sooner Hockey, the action you crave only faster. For ticket information and more, go to ouhockey.net. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue, Las Vegas style. San Diego State University, 200 undergraduate programs and the top college hockey in California at sdsuhockey.com and sdsu.edu. Drurian and Sweets, our quality and value have earned us 16 straight JD Power Awards. Book your stay at drurihotels.com. Liberty University, strengthen your faith, your game, and your education at liberty.edu. AT&T, get more with Unlimited your way. Get the perfect plan for each member of your family. Central Oklahoma University, championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. See if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you at uco.edu or ucohockey.com. The Great West College Hockey Podcast and all the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Just ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. All right, well done. Our thanks to uh, the head coach from Liberty University, Kirk Handy. Mr. 500, he's going to be known by now until he reaches 600. Then we'll have to change it to Mr. 600. But anyway, uh, congratulations to Kirk on a very, very um, historic milestone in ACHA hockey. And, uh, Stephen, go down and get some work done. Um, I'm going to take a little nap. <laughs> Wait, you nap? Wait, since when? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the peacemaker, Good night, everybody.